my thing is, Andre, you should know about this because you're married now, so. And um, and I know you for a while, so I know your character. Um, when you have somebody specifically in your life, and I'm not a relationship expert or anything like that, but I know how I want to be treated. I also know what I want in a relationship, and I also want loyalty, something that men don't have anymore. Yesterday was a refreshing look on something that I saw yesterday that um, we were just coming back from Atlantic City, and um, I wasn't feeling too tough. And um, we was waiting for my friend to use the bathroom, and you know how women are. They go around. And if the female line too long, we ain't ashamed to go into men's room. So a couple of women went into the men's room, but I didn't really see when the man came behind the woman to protect her, because that was his woman. But I did see him come out and make sure she was okay. And I had approached her and I said, you know, I haven't seen that in a long, long time. And I would like to give him kudos you know what i'm saying like good job for everything that he's done because there's some men be like yo it's on you you go to men members on you whatever happens in there you know you brought it upon yourself but not this man this man went inside the bathroom with the female and protected her that what it that is what men are there for men are there to love you to protect to turn around and make sure that the love of his life is well taken care of. You know what I'm saying? And she's happy with him and he's happy with her. It has to go back and forth. It has to be a, a equal thing. It's not a 50-50. Sometimes we say 50-50. That's because we want people to meet us halfway. Just meet us halfway, we happy with that. Meet us halfway. Nah, but if a person puts 100%, you put 100%, then, hey, the relationship is all right to go. But you and you got fuck boys like the one I got, because I'm not ashamed of saying it. I tell him in his face all the time, he ain't shit, he ain't about shit, he ain't going to be shit. But yet again, I chose to be where I'm at right now, and that's on me. But I know the next time I move around and decide I want to move on and do what I need to do, it won't be with a fuckboy. It just won't be with one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want that quality of partnership, like Andre saying, partnership. I want somebody to protect me because that's what a man is there for. If I can't be protected by a man, then what the hell do I need you for? I had a situation where I went and um, I got robbed. And this is the beginning of our relationship, maybe six months to a year in our relationship. And um, I told him that I had got robbed, but all I need is my carpet. Just to make it, I'll give it back to you. First of all, when a woman says give it back to you, she don't really need to say, oh, she don't really need to say, oh, he don't really need to say give it back. You know, she don't have to say I'll give it back to you. It should be like automatically here, boo. Here's your money. Don't worry about it. I got your back. This one tells me. He texts me. I'm looking at the text. I don't see shit on the fucking text. We have an argument. He blows things over because he knows he's in the wrong. Yet, he can't lie for shit. Nah, I've been dealing with a lot. When a woman goes into a relationship, a woman likes to tell the guy how especially what she wants in a relationship. And what she's looking for. And that's what a man's supposed to ask for as well. My thing on my table is, I don't want no fucking kids. I'm not giving you kids. I don't want to give you any. Don't want to birth any. I don't care if I'm with you 10, 15 years down the fucking line. I could be in love with you. I'm not that in love with you where I'm going to breed you a kid. Have your kid already. And they better be grown. Because I don't want to help you take care of none. I might be fucked up. Because a lot of people tell me I'm fucked up. And I believe it. I'm fucked up as a individual. I got a 23-year-old. I've done my job raising. I don't want to raise nobody else's kids. I see my nieces and nephews all the time. And I love them to death. But they go home. They don't go home to me. So, 
If I'm telling you how I feel and what I'm looking for in a relationship, don't you think that it's right for you to tell me what you want in a relationship? Now, if you tell me you want kids, I'm letting you know I'm going to let you go. Because that's the right thing to do as a woman. Not waste your time and don't waste my time. Here I am, two and a half years in, and I wasted my time and he's wasting his time. Because he wants a kid and I'm not going to give it to you. So right now, if he tells me right now he got somebody pregnant, all right, go about your fucking business. Because that's how I feel, because I'm dealing with a fuckboy. Listen, if you put yourself in a predicament, like I put myself in a predicament, because it is what it is, it's my predicament. And I deal with it, it's because I put myself there. I can't blame you, I can't blame my son, I can't blame my brother, I can't blame nobody but myself. Because I knew what I was getting into when I got into it. When he first showed me the red flag that he didn't give a fuck about me, I should have walked away then. Actually did walk away. No, I didn't. The first time I did walk away. And he pulled me back in because I was in a different situation at that time. And I was like, yeah, true. He really was that bad to me. So I went back. Never go back. Biggest mistake of my life. Biggest mistake of my life was going back there. And and I say that to everybody. My best friend, and I have a few. I have like four. Three are females and one is male. The male one showed me a lot. And so do my female friends too. Don't get me wrong. My best friends, they always encourage me. They always talk to me. They always tell me what's right and what's wrong and everything like that but a woman can talk about anything and a woman can tell about her feelings but when a man shows you what a woman's supposed to be treated like in a relationship that's how i open up all by itself all by itself so i enjoyed that part of my life my 12 years with my best friend way before he moved where he showed me that, where he showed me, you're valued this way, you're valued that way, but you're not valuing yourself. People see it, but because you don't value yourself, ain't nobody gonna treat you the way you're supposed to be treated. And it's sadly to say that it's true. I'm getting, I'm getting the bag of garbage because I walked into a bag of garbage and I wasn't trying to clean it. I'm tired of fixing shit. I'm tired of fixing people. I'm tired of fixing their heart. That ain't got nothing to do with me. If I, my past does not, I don't never bring my past or I try not to bring my past into a new relationship because that new partner has nothing to do with the last one you had. And you cannot bring your garbage from the last one to a new relationship. I know that for a fact. But when you have a man that's been scarred and he's been hurt, and he's been through this whole entire thing where he feels like he had enough. See, we talk about how men treat us, but we never, ever, ever, ever hear the man talk about how, well, we, I do, I do hear that, um, how men are being treated by women. And it's fucked up because you got good women like me that actually get fucked over because you got scabby bitches that all they're looking for is fucking money and i'm not that type i make my own money make my own money i provide for my family i don't need a man for money i need him for moral support i need him as a protector i need him as a loyal person understanding a fun person. I don't mind staying home, but damn, my nigga, like, bring me out once a day or something. I mean, once a month or twice out of the month. I'm not greedy like that. You don't got to take me out every week. You know what I'm saying? Just take me out once a month or two, two out of the month. Nobody asks me for every week you got to take me out. I'm not even that type of person. You don't even got to take me to a club. All we could do is go have a couple of drinks, get to know each other a little bit better, go to a movie, Maybe dinner. That's a civil day. Shit, I even take you walk, walking in the park. That's a romantic gesture. Nobody want to do that no more. Nobody want to date. Nobody want to get to know each other. All that you want to do is just lay up and Netflix. Who 
does that anymore. Well, young people, because they don't know what love is, because it wasn't taught that. And I'm grateful for my son, because my son turns around and he actually respects women. He actually takes his time. Now, if you're too fast with him, he will back up like, you're too quick. I want to know you, who you are. And that's the best thing ever in a relationship. Get to be knowing that person as a friend first and then go into a relationship or whatever has you. If the connection is there, the connection is there. There's nothing that anybody can do about that. But you got to make the right choice. If you can see the red flags, walk the fuck away. Because right now, if, if it comes to shove, I'll walk away. I would. You know, that's my opinion. I'm ready to walk away right now. But I'm holding on because I'm not a quitter. And But one thing, I'll give it to this. And I don't remember who said this. I think it was a comedian, maybe Steve Harvey. Who knows? But one of them said that um, you know the red flags. And if you see them, walk away from them. And if you don't, then that's, like I said, you're in a predicament that you put yourself in. Um, value yourself worthy more than anything in this world. And I am the type of person that I value who I am. And my nieces and nephews and all of them, they, they know who I am. I'm crazy. I like to have fun. I like to joke around. You know, I'm a family person. I'm always at a family barbecue, being around my nieces and nephews and my sisters and brothers and cousins and all that. And I love every one of them. And I'd rather be with my family and have a good time with my family. But I would like to join my partner with me. I want my family to know. That's another thing. If the dude do not invite you and you've been with that dude for almost two to half to three to half years and you ain't met not one not one person in his fucking family. He ain't never met yours. He a fuck boy. All he want to do is fuck you and that's it. That's it. He ain't doing shit. He ain't thinking about you. He ain't trying to even think about being in a relationship with you. He ain't thinking about being in a... He just don't see you. You not the person for him. You not. He has you there just for a minute. For the minute, until he could find the one he for uh, loving, loving, first sight kind of bullshit. Because you know how they do. So, I'm not bashing men. Because there are some good men out there. I've seen them. That's what this story is all about. I've seen, for the first time in a long time, I've seen a real man doing real man shit. And it's sad. And whoever grown-ass person has seen my life... Right now, as a grown-ass man, if you're 50 years old, 60 years old, you're hanging your fucking pants from your ass and trying to keep up with these young bucks, you just became a fuckboy too. Because what the fuck are you doing at 50, 60 years old, sagging your fucking ass? Having your pants off your ass. Because you think that's the hip thing to do. And it's not. It really ain't. So my thing is, if you're a grown-ass man, do grown-man shit. If you're a grown-ass woman, do grown-ass shit as a woman. And stop allowing fuckboys in your life. Because, oh, Lord, I want to lose mine so bad. But... You know, what God has for me, God has for me. That's all I can say. I just got to be there. But Charlene and all my people out there that's in Atlantic City, I wish I was with you. I just came back yesterday. So as you can see, I'm done and I'm tired. <laughs> so I love y'all. Thank you for joining me and my conversation over a cup of coffee and tea. For those that drink coffee, salute. And for those that drink tea, salute to you too. But my coffee with a little bit of cinnamon is a way to go. Love you guys. Talk to you later.
those two that are watching right now. Give me a second. I'm waiting for everybody to come in. I'm doing fine, Kim. My big sister. What's going on? also see see this next time or when they log in or whatever to this website um two things i want to talk about and um it's really been fucking with me um and i would like to apologize first because i said i was going to do continuous videos um there's certain things that um are going on in my life right now personally with family members that i cannot discuss at this very moment with y'all but um, that's the reason why I have not been on live or doing any videos at this time. Please forgive me. I will continue the best that I can to continue to keep giving you videos and updates on things that I'm thinking about. Um, I was very disgusted last night with, um, I don't know how to say this, but, um, but I'm going to say it. I've always been blunt and I've always been to the point and I don't play with my words. So, um this president is very disgusting i'm done so done with the people behind his presidency um i usually don't want to acknowledge him because he's not my president i did not how do you call it voted for him don't care for him um don't even acknowledge him that's one um right now i don't even know who's going to take over office and praying that it'll be better than what it is right now because i am tired of this racism shit um, last night a supposed to be so-called a friend of ours posted something up really racial and it's old it's not a brand new fucking post that you just turn on Whoopi already said it she been on fucking view and she said it there's a shirt that had been made out to make her look like a bad guy she said it was a shirt that she had put on that had something else on it and they turned around and put donald trump on it with a gun shooting his head we all know that the view does not like trump i don't like trump i ain't even gonna say it but if you're putting up post about a celebrity and what they doing in their life or how they presenting themselves for when it comes to a president or anything of their life research before you open your mouth that's all i'm saying because one friend just said stop it the racism needs to stop and it went through a whole different fucking level and it was disgusting because i'm put part of that 
at, at that status because you put a picture of me up there with my other two friends. So we're mixed people. You have an Italian, two Italians, a black and Hispanic, four people, different races. My thing is, if you have a problem with one person, keep that problem to that one person. Don't bring the whole entire crew with it because you, you have racist issues. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I don't tolerate that. If you in my clique, in my little group there, you know, and I, and I have somebody, believe me, I have a co-worker. I talk to him every, almost every day and we video chat and all night. And he's a president supporter. He's a let's make America great again fucking supporter. And he sends me shit. And I respect him. I respect anybody that, that voted for whoever they fucking voted for as a president. That's your gimme. That's your shit. You know, everybody has a right to vote for whoever they want to vote for. But my thing is, don't bring that nonsense to us. I'm tired. I am. Because it's not only people from my friend. It's family members, too, that are doing this stupid shit behind this fucking presidency shit. And if he makes it another four fucking years, another four fucking years of this crap that we're going through. And I'm tired. And I'm tired of it because I don't think I need to have my circle um, being racist. Because, listen, a lot of people might think I'm a hypocrite because of how I feel. Listen, my preference as a person who dates different people does not mean that I'm racist because I won't date my own kind. I I have my own issues with my own kind of men, with my own race of men that I choose not to deal with. Now, if you call me racist of my own kind, then that is what you feel it is. That's your opinion, but it ain't mine. My thing is I don't exploit racism and I'm not trying to do it now. And if you're in my circle where you're doing that, then you don't need to be my friend. You need to move to the side and be with your racist friends and do what you gotta do. See, I can't say that about my family because my family members are blood. Related. So either otherwise, if I don't talk to them at all, I'm going to end up seeing them in a family reunion or a funeral or a goddamn party. Either way. But I'm not going to disrespect them. That's one thing I don't do. I don't disrespect. Your opinion is your opinion. But when you involve me in it, then I have a problem. Um, that being said, I'm moving on. Fuck you and your racism shit. Go about your fucking business. Get out my sight. That's all I, I, I have to say. What you said? Norma, Norma said, look, motherfuckers can say what they want. But at the end of the day, Trump is not going to remain in office. And I'm praying that he does not remain in office. I really do. Because, and I really don't know too much about Biden. And I'm not saying that um, people don't change. Because there's certain things that he has said in the past. And it has to, and it was racial, but he might have changed during the years that he might not be racist anymore or think the same way that he thinks anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I have to research a little bit more on Biden before I decide I want to vote for Biden. Um, yes, after we're moving on from that, I'm gonna move on to something else. Not today. I've seen something online, and I have the citizenship app, and it lets me know about certain things. So, today, the yellow cabs done blocked up the Brooklyn Bridge. And by them blocking off the Brooklyn Bridge, they have signs on their yellow cabs talking about um, debt release. Oh, debt, um, not debt release, that's not what I'm trying to say. It's debt, um... Well, they're trying to get rid of the fucking debt. That's all it is. They want people to ease up on them so they can make a living and get rid of the debt that they have to restart anew. And I respect that because we all struggling right now from all this COVID shit going on. And I'm praying that half of my crew and I'm grateful that most of my crew has called me and let me know they're doing very well. Thank you very much for that Um, because I do worry about my family and friends. So... Thank you, Nini. Thank you. Debt relief. I couldn't get it. Debt relief. And they 
it was like um they just blocked off they did their own little um parade or whatever it is that they did with the yellow caps and it was a silent movement nobody knew they were going to do it and i get it but the yellow caps got to understand that they overpopulate everything and you only want to be in manhattan you don't want to travel in brooklyn you don't want to travel to queens you don't want to travel to the bronx or staten island there's other boroughs you can make money out of that you can play plenty of money but because Manhattan is the biggest paid five boroughs out of one of the five boroughs, that they can hike up their prices and get paid because nobody really cares. It's Manhattan, you know, especially when it comes to tourist people. They really like, they knew already they were going to pay money, especially when they get to Manhattan. And we have been doing a lot of protesting, a lot of doing a lot of that and we're not getting nowhere with that you know what I'm saying I said if you're going to promote black people lives matter then you need to stop killing each other light skinned people black people Caribbean people anybody that has to do with black need to stop killing each other and stop 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 doing that because simple fact is you're not doing nothing but giving them what they want. They want you to destroy each other. They want you to kill each other. They want you to not succeed. Won't you be a community where you get together as a black family, as a Spanish family, as a community, and get yourself together and build something? Build. Why you think white people got money? Because they built. Why you think uh, Jewish people got money? They built. They built. You know what that that really really um blows mind for me that we don't do but the Arabs do it the Dominicans do it even the fucking Caribbeans do it they take their money they build businesses they send money to their country to build houses so when they retire they got a home to lay in we have shit to do with any of that we don't build we don't create. We don't even think about our future. We live day by day, check by check. Exactly. We all need to work together to get what we need. And we don't. We're so busy hating each other. We're so busy destroying each other that we're not helping to uplift each other or even help build something. Like if a dream if I had a dream and I wanted to succeed I'm gonna ask for help I try not to ask for help because I'm not that type of person and I don't really like it but I do when I really really need to I will because I know that I need the hand of a village hands not one hand hands of a village to help me succeed where I'm succeeding. As when back in the day when children were raised by a village and everybody knew your child and everybody respected the fact that we took care of our community and our children, we protected our children, we made sure that each and every person, like if one child didn't get to eat, somebody else got to get fed. I'm one of those children that was raised in that era of, I know your mama. And if I have to beat your ass, I'm gonna beat your ass and tell your mama and then your mama gonna beat your ass. And if it wasn't for that era and time and in place, I wouldn't have the people that I have around me that I cherish a lot. Um, especially I was one of those kids that was left out to play all day with no money in their pocket. So I was kind of grateful for my second mom to actually look out for me, make sure she sent me to, she made me do errands because she wanted me to have that work ethic of everything in life ain't for free and it's not handed to you. And that's one thing that I, I respect because 
if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be who I am today. You know, and she also, you know, gave me money to do those errands. So I had a little bit of money in my pocket to buy cookies and to buy juice and to have something in my stomach because she knew I wasn't supposed to be outside all day without no food. But, you know, when your parents have something to do and they have errands to do and all they're doing is go, 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 they tend to forget that I left my child outside with no fucking food. So kind of like, I understand why these young people right now are out there. And I had a little tear in my eye. I'm sorry about that. Um, Because it's sad. It's really sad that we have kids out here stealing. We have kids out here actually doing criminal shit because the parents are absolutely not taking care of their children the proper way. And, and it's sad because when they get shot down in the street, and the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, my kid was a good kid. How do you know that your kid was a good kid when you're upstairs not even tending to the kid that you have outside? I had one kid, I remember this when my son was like maybe 10 years old. I had just came from a service and we was heading home. And this kid turned around and said, Justice, come, come, come play, come play. And I was like, young man, where is your mother? And this is one o'clock in the morning, knocking on 12, 12, one o'clock in the morning. It was really, really late. And you're asking my child to come play with you at one o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock in the morning. Are you out of your mind? Are you not supposed to be in bed somewhere sleeping? Why are you out in the middle of the projects playing at one o'clock in the morning? You 10 years old. You know what the little boy told me? She upstairs. Laying up with her man and smoking weed. And I just shook my head. I am grateful for those people that are around me. That dignity respect I appreciate those I really do because if it wasn't for my second mom oh boy she wasn't a woman to play with she was calm and, and my mother wasn't one to play with either but Norman, your situation is totally different. Norman wrote down, we are people who have become a whole, not a half, and my son is a prime example, and I know that my son was a good kid. Yeah, yours is a totally different situation when it came to your son, but that's not what I'm talking about. Your son's situation is totally different. And you're right. Some people do raise their child really pretty good, and they end up going to the wrong side of the the road or whatever but that's they chose they choice to make because as a grown adult a certain time when you hit 18 years old you have to snatch your little little thing away from them and let them live not the mistakes that they do that's their mistakes but when you're 10 years old and you're outside at one o'clock in the morning that's not your choice it's your mother's choice because let me tell you my son was Two minutes off his curfew and I was outside looking for him. But I turned back around after I finished looking all over and I couldn't find him. He was in my house sitting down. He said, Ma, why are you outside looking for me? It was only two minutes. Two minutes too much for me. Because in those two minutes, anything could happen. And I only have one. You take that one from me, I'm letting you know. I ain't going to be no good. Everybody knows that. So I protect mine as best that I can, and I know that y'all protect your kids the best that I can, that you can. But this racism shit is killing our fucking kids. We're killing each other, and it's worse. And what's so bad about it is that white people are sitting there laughing at us. Because of the simple fact is, this is what they want, especially that fucking president. He loving the fact that we dying by the groves. 
He loving that. We dying by the groves. Boy, we dying by buckets. By buckets while he's sitting there just chilling. Because he knows that's what he wants. And at the end of the day, we're just sliding right into his bullshit. Because he knows or he thinks we're no better than he is. Andre, you want to be part of this? I'm going to put you part of this. I want to hear what you got to say, Andre. What's up? Oh, he declined it. Okay, no problem. Um, it's just too much. Too much to handle. Too much to see our loved ones on slabs. It's too much to see them on trucks not being taken care of. Their bodies melting their bodies decomposing because they don't have a place to bury them or to even view them. Cream, if, if there was a, if I wish they had a plan, they knew this thing was coming this way, they should have had a plan, he didn't have a plan, he didn't have nothing, and he just waited for everybody to die in rows and, and, and multitudes. And it's crazy because I feel, and this is my opinion, I feel that we were overpopulated and they needed to get rid of us. And that's one thing. That's what war is for. And I believe that. I think that is what war is for. War is not only to conquer, but to destroy half of the humanity so you can make space for the other people that are coming in or being born. That's how I feel. It's like purging, but in a whole different life form. And that's just my opinion. But we got to do better as a people. We really do. We got to do better as a people. Because we're giving them what they want. And we shouldn't have to give them what they want. They should be... We should be, not they should be. We should be more mindful and aware of what really is going on around us. And at one time and point, I'm very grateful I don't have a fucking kid at this very moment. I'm so glad my, my son is so grown right now because of the bullshit that's going on. Y'all paying these teachers. I got a friend of mine that got two kids that are still in school and one teacher did not show up to none of her videos. But want to turn around and rush all the work at the end of the school year because you didn't want to do your job as a teacher. But they're getting paid still to teach our kids online. So my thing is, if you're sitting getting paid not to get online to teach these kids what they're supposed to be teaching, then I need to get paid. Thank God I don't got them kids, but those that do got kids. Y'all need to get paid. Because y'all not qualified to teach these kids. Y'all did not go to college to keep these kids. Once we done with school, we're done with school. So this new method of math, new method of learning, we are old school. We don't know shit about that. So how the hell are we supposed to work with these people and teach our kids something that y'all done destroyed? Simple mathematics. Because everything comes to the same answer as a simple mathematic. But you want to work it to the to an extreme. A simple mathematics, when we had it, wasn't that damn simple because half of the kids couldn't get it. So now you got these new kids coming in and you're giving them, you're giving them, I don't know why you're freezing, baby. Sli um, I guess sign out and sign back in. I don't know why it's freezing. Um, to go there and and make it where, okay, there's certain smart kids out there that you need to make it a little harder for them, then make it a little harder for them. But the simple mathematics key, because not everybody can understand that crazy-ass mathematics. I went to school one time, and I went there, and 
I couldn't deal with it. I was like, what the hell is this? I did this, and it came out to the same answer, and you still talking about I did it wrong. What do you mean that I did it wrong? Nini said, absolutely need to get paid because I've been out of school, but this is new shit. They teaching is crazy. My fourth grader is doing it. Algebra and physics. Mind you, algebra was my shit. I love algebra. So turn around and go to school and they give me a whole different type of thing and I'm doing the algebra and you telling me I'm doing it wrong? Listen. Absolutely. Those that are advanced need to be a little bit more give them the hard stuff let them do their thing but the kids that really can't catch that let them do the simple math so they can do what they gotta do because they're still gonna pass the test if they do it the simple way tell them okay this is this is correct but i would like for you to learn this format because when you take the test this is not going to be on the on the test. They're not going to accept this. They're going to accept this format. But the problem is, teach them the right format. Make it simple for them to understand it if they have to do it for a test. Or they don't. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, everybody wants to put their kid in special ed. Everybody don't need to be in special ed. I remember when special ed was for when people, kids couldn't read or they needed extra help or, you know, they need a little bit more attention. Now it's for bad kids. Special ed wasn't made for that. Special ed was made for kids that couldn't learn or came from another country where they couldn't read or couldn't learn anything at that very moment because they didn't know nothing and they didn't speak English. And now it's just for bad kids. The sad thing about it is that I've seen kids being destroyed by border ed. I remember one time there was a kid that that was graduating junior high school and um, they didn't even give him books. Remember when we used to get books and we used to sit there and we used to, that was the most exciting part of it all is getting the big ass book so you could choose the high school that you want. And we was all excited and we always wanted to go to the school that we wanted to go to. And we flipping through it. We're looking through things. That's the biggest excitement of it all because that teaches you that you're starting high school. You taking this away from border ed kids. You sending them, not border ed kids, um, special ed kids. You sending them to trade school. You're not even giving them a chance to even earn their high school diploma. You're just sending them right into trade school. Fuck y'all. Y'all don't know shit. Y'all dumb as fuck. Don't leave kids behind kind of bullshit. We're not leaving you behind. We're sending you to a trade because that's what you could deserve. A trade. A trade. Not teaching them careers. You're treating them a trade. Teaching them a trade. And not one white person is going to trade school. Guess who's going to trade school? The Hispanics and the Blacks. When are we going to allow these people to stop destroying our kids? That's what I want. So I want to ask y'all a question, right? Because I feel like it's going back into where we used to be back then. I've never been there, but I heard. I'm a very history buff, especially when it comes to family. Um, where am I? We're not going to have school soon. We're going to have our kids coming out here. We'll be raising them. And you better hope that you teach them how to read and, and make sure they get educated the best way they can because there ain't going to be no school. Anytime they do a budget cut, the school is the first one to get cut the fuck off. Well, they don't need lunch. Let's snatch lunch from them. So they're going to be at school all day and you got to buy lunch. You're going to have to pay for lunch. And some parents can't even afford that. You got to pay for your own books. You got to pay for your own crayons. You got to pay for every little thing. For that, 
you got to pay for everything. And, and, and listen to me and think about what I'm saying to you when I say listen to me. Public school is supposed to be free for those that cannot afford public, uh, no, um, private school. So we can't afford private school. You might as well afford private school because you don't pay for everything. And you're about to pay for some more stuff. So, border ed is not going to be free anymore at a point in time. It's going to be, you're going to have to pay. So, at the end of the day, take advantage that the school is free now and whatever is going. And I pray for y'all parents, I really do, with this this madness and the drivers and the matrons. I used to be a matron. I used to be a driver. I mean, not a driver, but I used to pretend to drive. But um, I was a matron. It's hard. And then it's going to be even harder for y'all. Especially this crazy shit about two weeks in and two weeks out kind of bullshit. I don't know where that's going with that. And uh, social distancing. That's going to be hard too. Um, kids don't know nothing about social distancing. Therefore, these kids are... And those that choose to keep their kids home, I applaud you. Save your kids. Protect your kids. I'm, if I just was young right now, I would have told them to kiss my ass. My child would not go there. Kids don't know nothing about social distancing, even if you teach them. You teach them not to talk to strangers and they run off. I was talking about that with my godson. They go run off. You tell them not to take candy. You tell them not to go see a puppy. You don't speak to strangers. You don't get in a car with strangers. You don't do none of that. And they do everything you told them not to do. I've seen it. Stranger comes up with a lollipop. And they talk to the kid, and the kid is so into it, they forgot all about the fucking, I ain't supposed to talk to strangers. I want the lollipop. They don't know nothing about social distancing. And they don't give a fuck about social distancing. Kids, all they give a fuck about is play play. Play play. The first day, they're going to lose their mask. They're going to come home dirty. Because they always come home dirty. Because they play all day. And we got to deal with our kid being sick with COVID. And I understand that we got to open the schools up. And I understand that we got to resume some normal routine. Some normal routine. But our kids' lives is in danger. And I, I can't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I just wanted. Um, yesterday was really, really sickening for me. And to know that one of your friends think the way they do in that format. And then it's so disgusting because you have people commenting back to back of this disgusting racial shit they were saying. And don't get me wrong, because I've been in a racist state and I lived in a racist state. And believe me, I can handle racism. But the problem is, is it shouldn't be with a friend that you see every day, almost every day, or did you did see every day, almost every day to come up with something like that because one of our friends turned around and decided to tell you to stop with the racism or to stop with a post that's been so old that y'all refreshing it for what? Don't get me wrong because I watch the view. I do. I haven't watched it in a while, but I do watch them. And not because I hate Trump. I watch I've been watching the view before Trump goes around. The view is a good show. 
and you only hate it because there's a black woman that won't acknowledge your fucking president. Oh, you even mentioned his name. I said, you got one fucking white chick right there, and I love her because she got my birthday. Yes, she do. And she don't tolerate his ass. She don't even like him. She don't even talk about him either. Well, she talk about him a lot. She just don't got nothing nice to say. And it reminds me of me. So, if you're going to post something and it's who you are, you don't feel, or you don't care what other people say, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? But don't expect people to be your friend right behind you. Don't expect people to support you right behind you. Because it's not going to work. It's going to make you lose friends, especially in the time of need, like right now, where people are losing family members like crazy and friends, you know? I love y'all. Stay safe. Protect your kids. Protect yourself in this time of era. And I'll try to be there for you. Um, if my niece Darlene sees this, congratulations. I love you. You're good at what you do as a teacher and as a mother. And I'm very proud of you. Continue to do the best that you can. For my goddaughter, my Asia, I'm praying for you. I love you. And I hope we get good news for you. Um, my nieces and nephews and, and my sisters that are watching, I love you. People that are just coming in into my conversation over a cup of coffee, I'm sorry. I meant to say this earlier. Welcome. We'll welcome you. This is a very good community. Um, we do put our opinions up in a friendly manner and a respectable manner. Um, share, share this with everybody, put a like up, share it, love it, do what you gotta do, and I'll see you in the next video, all right? Love you, peace out.